All right. Harry! <laughs> it's been a while. It's been a little bit, but we're back. Sports banter never dies. Wow. I was yeah, literally like thinking that. the exact... <laughs> I was going to say the same thing. <laughs> That's right. Uh, episode 35 of Sports Banter with Mr. Peanut and... The polar bear, of course. The polar bear. Look. Getting ready for hibernation. Once again. Yeah. No, we got to bring you out because we got a lot to unpack here. There's no time for rest. It's fall hibernation. <laughs> Football and that's it. Each week we get deeper into the NFL season, there's going to uh-huh. be more to unpack. A little more a little more juice. A little more, hey, we got some opinions that are a little stronger, a little weaker. Yeah, look, we only get 17 weeks of this shit, so. I think 18 now. 18 weeks, 18. excuse me. We got an extra Eight. one. Oh, fuck yeah, that, that um, makes a difference. But, so last time we parted ways, I was off to <laughs> the mistake by the lake, Cleveland, Ohio. <laughs> to watch the bears browns so you know i realize we're a little behind here but that was an interesting game i'll put it that way no what do you have well it may (laughs) be it it may be in the past a bit but it's very relevant to what's going on in the it feels like it was pretty close and in your life of course so you know (laughs) Let's get this straight. I'm going to try to, you know, get everything out there. That's but right. Going to the trip, I knew Browns have a lot of hype around them. It's a home game. Um, on paper, they're the better team, 100%. Yeah. Uh, Justin Fields didn't really know what that looked like, but like I said last time, I was kind of, uh, yes. you know, I'm optimistic, but I didn't know what was going to occur. Phew. We'll get into that. But I'll say... Just my experience in the game. So, mm-hmm. Sunday, first, I was with uh, my uncle and his two sons, my cousins, my dad, Doc, and my brother, Ryan. That was the squad. On Saturday night, we had, you know, we're having fun, whatever, like at our Airbnb. And then I think I just, I said, hey, we all know we're going to lose tomorrow, right? And everyone's wow. like, yeah. Okay. It, was, it, was, it was just kind of like an acceptance, like, <laughs> hey, I know we're all excited about Justin yeah. Fields and, like, go Bears through everything and anything, but, like, we know what's going to happen tomorrow, right? Yeah. Like, let's not just, you know, let's get our minds around losing. <laughs> let's not get disappointed when the inevitable let's happens. Under, uh, let's understand the, so, you know, the cards. Here. Right. So we got that squared away, and then we go into Sunday, and then, of course, you know, the mind completely flips. I'm like, no, man, we're going to do this. Win. We are going to do this. Get into uh, the stadium. Awesome stadium, by the way. Uh, Bears fans and Browns fans, very passionate fan bases, first and foremost. So it was I, flooding to the stadium I, at the beginning of the game. I could only imagine, and from and like we've talked in the past, is, uh, you know, those... Uh, Midwest roots. Exactly. They're very deep into their sports, especially football. Because when it's cold and you don't really got much to do, you're going to watch fucking football. <laughs> So we get into the stadium, and I'm like, huge stadium, first and foremost, very nice, must be uh, pretty new. But we, so I'm sitting in like the corner end zone where actually the Bears come out of the tunnel. Amazing seats. I did see the video that you saw, that you posted. Yeah, check out at Bears Pack. You want to see each game we've been to, but I wanted to get, because the seats were incredible. Like for a football experience to be able, you know, you're pretty much on the field, just a little elevated, but. Great seats. Honestly, honestly, like, and this is a little little side note, but, I mean, watching a game, I never like being, you know, I never like being at the 50, uh, to be honest. I think it's a cool experience, but, like, your field level at the 50, you're pretty much in the face of a cheerleader going, I don't want to fucking be here. So, (laughs) it's always better, and it's different for every sport, right? Right? Like, baseball, we all like to sit where we want to sit. Hockey has its own, I mean, every sport's different, but... From the the first thing I said was when I saw that video you posted, I go, oh, those are fucking great. Seats. Yeah, and I got a lot of that, and like, yeah, not trying to. It was a blessing to be in that spot. You know, yeah, not bragging or anything. Yeah, yeah, it was awesome to be. You know, that's how you want to watch football. They had uh-huh, the music yeah. going. Mm-hmm. I started getting pumped up like the old days. You know, yeah. I'm like, okay, let's right, do this fine. thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we sit down and. I'm going to try to like get these stories compact because there's a lot of them. But we see, we're we in these seats, and there's these uh, Bears fans in front of us. Now we're making friends. Uh, you know, we're all excited. This is like 30 minutes before game time. All of a sudden, this family of Browns fans, <laughs> this guy's wearing a full Bear, or Browns uniform. 
Oh, fuck. I thought we were, like, the seats were in. I was like, oh, shit, that's a player. Like, is he just up here, like, saying <laughs> hi, saying hi to, to, family? His, to his family? And then I, like, I'm, like, now dissecting his outfit. I'm like, oh, no, this is just a guy. <laughs> this is, like, a 45-year-old guy. He comes with his wife and two young sons, maybe, like, 12. And they just come right up to these Bear fans. They're like, get the fuck out of our seats. You, like, we're season ticket holders. Get the fuck out of here. You don't belong here. Like, very intense in their face. And we're like, whoa. Take it easy. And they go, fuck you guys. We've been season ticket holders forever. These are our seats. They got to get out. They're, like, all in our face. And I'm like, hey. These are Browns to Bears fans? These are Browns fans to the Bears fans in front of us. Oh, fuck. Who are women, by the way. And I'm like, like, we're in pregame here. Relax! Yikes. (laughs) Never have I experienced such, like, anger, animosity in the (laughs) pregame. Yeah. For people in the wrong seats, it's like, hey, if they are in the wrong seats, you check the ticket, figure it out. But they were so on them, like, I don't care what you do, just... Get out of here. Oh, shit. And I'm... So, you know, we're trying to diffuse situation like, hey, you know... Calm the fuck down. I don't think you have to go about it like that. <laughs> now they're on us. And it was... Wow. So now I'm Bonkers, like, if you will. Heart's racing. <laughs> I'm, I'm going... I go to Doc and Ryan and go, huddle up, huddle up. I go, this is going to be a little intense, I think. I go, this session's a little uh, on edge, if you will. I go, I mean... I figured they'd what be part, Doc but Bunyan. I mean, this is like, okay, we're definitely in enemy territory. <laughs> yeah. Got it. Check. <laughs> so, like, they, you know, the Bears fans got out of there. They were in the wrong seats. But, so, this, by the way, this guy's wearing the full Browns uniform with a pumpkin head and has a custom, <laughs> literal pumpkin head, and has, on the back of his jersey, it says pumpkin head. He's like, you know, some weird fan thing, and I think it's lame, but... Wow. I'm a Bears fan. Um, so then, <laughs> like, the, you know, it gets closer to the game, and there's there's Browns fans all around us. Now the chirps start happening. Oh. Now the chirps from the top. Uh, my cousin's wearing a Dick Buckus shirt, uh, jersey. And, you know, he doesn't know any better. But the guy from the top of the section goes, Hey, what's your first name? And my cousin goes, Dick. And he goes, That's who you are. Sit down. <laughs> This is before the game. And I go, I'm like, all right, I got it now. I was like, now I'm in. You, you, you sparked me. Like, that was a mistake in pregame. Because I can go all day. You know me. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I turn around and I go, how long did it take you to think of that one? Nothing. Oh. I was like, all right. No response. Got him. But I was like, got him. Lock- I'm locked in now. There like, we that's go. my guy. So, but once again, like, now I'm like... This is becoming very much Bears, Browns, no mixing. And although there were some cool people in the mix of that, you know, you're only going to remember the ones that are yeah. chirping you and whatever. Yeah. But, um, you know, like the game goes on and everybody's going to remember the nine sacks and how bad the Bears offense looked, Matt Nagy, which I'll get into. Which Poor guy. Maybe you could chirp on that. Well, I mean, fuck. By the way, the whole pregame oh, Downing Clan. Yeah, it, it, it it's funny. You, it's funny you're bringing that up because, as someone that, and I'm not saying that you're not used to it, but right. someone that has not been in an environment like that, a sports environment like that before, you're either gonna respond or you're just gonna sit it's in your fight seat or flight. and you're gonna shut the <laughs> fuck up. Now, I mean, I'm used to it. I mean, I've gone to numerous games in the East Coast, <laughs> Yankee games, Mets games. Yeah. You know, you get that like, oh, fuck, there's, is that Dale up there? Is he mm-hmm. yelling at me? You, and, you start figuring out the characters of your section. Exactly. And, and, <laughs> I can and, see them in my head right now. And you always, as a, as a, uh, a visitor, mm-hmm. if you will, you, the visiting team, you always tread a little lightly mm-hmm. because at the end of the day, it's you and whoever you're with right. versus the whole fucking stadium. <laughs> There's no ifs, ands, or buts. Right. And so I, I'm, I mean, you were saying it, I'm laughing. The whole time I'm thinking, I'm going, fuck, I've been in that situation before. <laughs> I know exactly what he's talking about. Oh, yeah. It may or may not have risen to a higher thing. Right. But, you know, at the end of the day, that's what we love about sports. And here's the thing about it is people are listening and they're going, 
well, you know, did he get in a fight? Did yeah. He... It never... That's not it. Like, I'm not a no. fighter at all, because I think that's just, like, the stupidest thing you could ever do at a sporting event. It's like, uh-huh. I'm not on the Bears. The no. Bears don't care that I'm fighting the stands. Like, that's just... That's a different fan who, I don't know, you got something wrong with your life or something mm-hmm. that you're choosing yeah. to fight. But what I learned as part, as part of this experience is, like, when you go to an opposing stadium, mm-hmm. a part of the game is, like, the chirping that goes on between you two. Like, yeah. that's almost a part of the culture of being an opposing I, fan. I completely and agree with that. There's no, It's really just kind of a part of the game. It's not, you know, you can certainly take it too far and, like, say the wrong thing. Your mom! And then if just, it's, you're right. boom. If it... If it's just general about the teams, you can go back and forth. Like I, it was honestly like it wasn't a big deal to me because no. I can do that all day long, and like I don't know who you are anyway, so it doesn't matter to me. Like you're not gonna get to me personally. Like I'm pissed that the Bears stink myself. Like, yeah, you can't tell me something I don't know. Well, and also, so, and to that point, I mean, like you said, we're not here to get into a fight. The team doesn't care who yeah. we are. But that chirping that we like and we appreciate during games can turn into, like, dude, that guy's actually kind of yeah, cool. Yeah, like, exactly. At the end of the game, you know, it wasn't all these people, by the way. No, I'm no, I'm telling no, you, it was but, very All intense. right, man, you're my boy. Like, yeah, all right, good respect, game, and then you're whatever. out. Yeah, I'll never yeah. see you again. No. But, um, so the beginning of the game, Bears actually started phenomenally. In Bears terms. Like, look, we didn't score a touchdown or anything. Like, no. don't get crazy here. We're moving the ball. But... Uh, the Browns had the ball first, and we got a sack on fourth down, which, I mean, I'm... Good job. I'm, you know, there's a lot of Bears fans there, too, right? So, all the Bears fans just stand out. They're turning around. Ah, everybody's <laughs> in their face. Fist pumping. And then on our first drive, we got a field goal. So, it's 3-0. Uh, you know, we're, we're elated. Mm-hmm. We're playing well, kind of. And, uh, so, you know, the game goes on. And eventually... It was close for until the fourth quarter, but the Browns became very clearly through the defensive, you know, prowess of Miles Garrett, who you know is the worst game plan in history of having a rookie guy, rookie quarterback, be your guy and just have no protection around him as an O lineman. Yeah, you know, I mean, it was crazy. To, the talk during the beginning of that week was don't let Miles right. fucking get him, right? Because you're gonna get and fucked. he's an All Pro player. I get that, but you have to like account for that. My yeah. God. But <laughs> it's essentially like having, uh, you know, like Joey or Nick Bosa there. It's like you got to understand where the fuck those guys are. So in terms of the banter, because I'm not going to lose the banter war. I might, we might lose the game, but I'm not going to lose the banter <laughs> war. So the best line that I personally had during the game, which crickets from the guy at the top, the top guy, the uh, what's your name, Dick, that guy. Yeah. So he's, first of all, I got him at the beginning of the game because he's wearing receiver gloves. And I go, oh, yeah, are you going in the game, bro? Like, nice nice gloves. And he goes, what? Uh, my gloves? Oh, Jesus. I'm like, you're wearing gloves, dude. What are you, 50? Is he wearing cleats, too? Yeah. So <laughs> then it's like the end of the, you know, like I said, the Browns are getting the momentum. Like, they're going to win this game. So he's chirping down to us. And I turn around and I go, hey, when was the last time the Browns won anything? And he goes, uh, 1964? And I go, nice, man. Most of us weren't even alive at that point in time. And the last time we won was 85, so what are you talking about? Just beep, beep, right back in the seat. He didn't, he didn't it's have like, a response. I mean, it's like, look, you're the better team today, but historically, whoo! Yeah. I also hit him with, at least we've won a game already. We don't have to go through a whole season defeated, you know. I come with too much, like, statistics in my head, and then yeah. we start losing, that's all I got, yeah. so it's like... Yeah. <laughs> but it's all in fun. You're winning that uphill battle of, am I really getting to this guy? Okay, I just want him now to just shut the fuck up every time I say something. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I just, it's, I needed a few silencers, just so he knew. Yeah. It's like, I'm not just a casual Terminal cat. <laughs> he's but, arguing with himself at the things he's I'll said. say this, the Bears made it extremely difficult to stand up and be vocal about my you know whatever fanship fanhood you you know what sucks is you know and this is what it's a a part of the game if you will but if you as a fan go to a game and your team just like the bears just shit the bed you're sitting there going fuck i've got tickets for this oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh yeah, there's no escape now. Now yeah. I'm in it. And with Chicago teams, that's you know that's the risk you take when you, it especially is. when it you're is. gonna go against a good team in their home. Um, but okay, so my analysis of Browns fans, I'm in mostly on Browns fans. All I right. think a lot of them. Maybe they're so excited about having a good team for once that you really don't know what to do with it, banter-wise. And that's okay. We've all been there. I mean, I talked shit to yeah. Alex uh, Corbin. Shout out, Alex. But, like, he's the, <laughs> him and his dad are the biggest Brown fans I know, and I talk so much shit to him about Baker, and he fucking eats it. Yeah. And it's, Hey, you know, like, like I said, I think 95% of Browns fans, and, like, most fan bases are... Good people, yeah, passionate yeah, yeah, fan. Yeah, yeah. And I met a lot of cool Browns fans too. Would I go back? Absolutely, I would. The banter was phenomenal. The vibes were phenomenal. That's good. So that's great. Um, you know, you're gonna have some verbal battles here and of there. Of course. But look, if you're wearing receiver gloves, I'm coming after your neck. Yeah, what the fuck? So doesn't matter to me. I'll I'll find something about you. Yeah. Jeez. So, I mean, nine sacks, bad L. Uh, after the game, any there's you know the flood of people going to the bar or whatever, or just leaving. Any Fields jersey I saw, I go, you gotta sell that man. Like forget it, forget it. And that was in the moment. I'm back on Fields. Great, great uh, response versus the Lions. It was really Matt Nagy's fault. I didn't realize that at the time that the game plan was all I could see was Fields is down all the time. Yes. Yeah. But yeah. every text I got was like, I think Matt Nagy intentionally, <laughs> you know was trying to prove his system works and Justin and Dalton's better than Fields. Mm. Which, you know, he's that psychotic where that might be the case. Wow, and that I continues, didn't really see that. That I, continues... I, well, the, the point is that he didn't... He made him stay in the pocket when he's a guy who runs a 4-4. Make him move. Yeah. Make him Especially move. when you got a guy like Miles Garrett who's, I don't know, sacking him at will. Yeah. Got yeah. a standing ovation at the end of the game. Rightfully so. Four sacks. Yeah, fuck. So, that was the Cleveland trip... Um, it was actually a lot of fun. Luckily, you know, I'm not psycho where the game is the only thing I care about. Yeah, like yeah, the yeah. results of the game dictate how my trip went. Phenomenal trip. Another stadium checked off the list. Good job. And um, hopefully Matt Nagy keeps his nose out of the quarterback decisions, <laughs> which is impossible. All right. Well, you know, as we've heard about Mr. Peanut's exceptional visit to uh, good old Cleveland... You know, we had a lot of uh, a lot of weird games this past weekend within the NFL. I will I will say this, and I'd like your opinion on it: is is it me, or is is the level of play just off right now? Are you getting that feel? I think it's you, it's but I want to know why you're thinking that. Okay, the reason I'm uh, I guess the reason I'm feeling like that is you know there was. Okay, let's just. I'm just gonna name a couple game, a couple yeah. teams, if you will. There was so much hype brown about about the Lions. I already knew the Lions suck, but right. there was a lot of hype around them to start off at least better than Owen four. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on, that's that level of play there. New head coach, not good. Uh, Kansas City. I, I don't know what. I don't know what's going on with them. I think personal opinion with the polar bear. I think they are. A little stuck in what they're doing, or they've become a little too comfortable in how what about they're this? doing. Kind of how this podcast was built was around the Seahawks conversation that we had last year. That was like Russell Wilson is the team. Like yeah. if he doesn't play yeah. well, then they don't play well. And I think that's kind of transformed into if Mahomes doesn't play well, then they don't play well. Which hasn't really been the case, but it's like the dude puts up forty two and they win by twelve. Yeah, you know, it's I agree. Like, would you? Can we get a little defense out of the Chiefs? You're right. It's more like they uh, sticking to the Chiefs. It's more like, hey, let's score at will and yeah. see what. Let's see if the other team can keep up. Right. We're just going to score fifty, and if that works, then it works. Yeah, or, but I mean, two weeks ago, who'd they lose to? Uh, lost to the Chargers. Yeah, they lost to the Chargers, and they had. I mean, Patrick Mahomes had four or five. I think he had four turnovers. Yeah. He had one well, pick. He had uh, two or three interceptions. They had, I mean, look, turnovers are turnovers, but I, I, I think, you know, I, I hate to say this, but you know, just looking at the Charger game, I think the Chargers are good this year. Mm-hmm. I think they're very good, mm-hmm. um, and that's really fucking hard to say. But I got, a, I got a bit on the Chargers. Um, but <laughs> you know, and then there's who else am I looking at? I mean, 
Well, also, just to finish the Chiefs' point, is uh, I think also just the success that they've had in recent years, they have a bull, or bullseye on their back as, like, this is the team in the AFC yeah. to beat. So I think there's part of that, too, where teams are going to get up to that level because it's the Chiefs. Um, I see. I guess with even the, even the Eagles put up thirty on them. Eagles can't score. Exactly. I guess what, what I'm and we're kind of fixating on the Chiefs here, but they're the team to beat, like you said, and Tampa Bay. But I guess for me, the Chiefs are just making a shit ton of mistakes, and it's really weird to see a team make that much mistakes that have been at such a high caliber. Yeah. You know, and then I mean, one just jumping back to the Lions, like I expect them to make. The yeah, they like mistakes. That's their that their aura of the Lions is like they're not a good franchise. Yeah, and then you know rolling into the season, if we're looking at the Browns, I mean people have them as a contender for the Super Bowl or at least a divisional playoff winner. I mean that right there is like. Uh, well, I think uh, to your point, I think the beginning of the season is kind of its own season. Yeah, you're point, right. Um, where we're going to see a lot of teams kind of just, like, try to find ways to win and yeah. get that number on the win column. And then they'll figure out, which is the best part about football, by the way, figure out what their issue is and why teams are beating them, yeah. what they're focusing on. And the good ones are going to fix that and push that going forward. I mean, if going back to the Chargers, we're talking about them, they do look like a great team this year. Their issue is the same old Chargers thing where, you know, yesterday they are up 21-0, complete halt. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of the Browns thing too. Where it's yeah, like then look the at the first, Raiders; they started coming yeah, back a little bit. The first half, you play, you actually couldn't play better. Like the Chargers played an amazing first half, and then the second half, it's like, oh god, I hope we can keep this up instead of like let's just finish these games. Yeah, yeah. Which would be a great, you know, it's it's easier said than done, but that's what Super Bowl winning teams do and great teams do. And you're not gonna like this, but I'm kind of. Back in on the Chargers. Oh, I'm kind of back in. And I'll tell you why. It has nothing to do with Dean Spanos. I hate Dean Spanos forever. Mm-hmm. But watching the... This is literally yesterday. Watching the Chargers-Raiders Monday Night Football game, I'm like... Just in the in terms of watching the players, they play 18 road games a year. Yeah. And I have so much respect for... They rose above that and beat basically a team on the road in their own stadium. Mm-hmm. Also, as a kid, you know, Scott Quisenberry, shout out to you, from my hometown, is on the Chargers. But I just think, you know, in terms of players, like, that has to be such a hard pl- hard team and franchise to play for where you don't necessarily have a home or home field advantage. Um, mm-hmm. And you, th- that's the only team in the NFL that has that. I mean, even, you know, you could say, like, Jacksonville, people just don't show up. But it's not like the other team is, like, flocking to Jacksonville. No. Like, Raiders fans were it was pretty much like 90-10 Raiders fans. So yeah, I think those players have to go to a different level to perform like they are performing if you're going to play on the road 18 weeks. So I, I, I just like the moxie of those guys, I guess. Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean... Well, that's, yeah, that's my bet. No, no, no. I, I, I Look, I appreciate it. I am, It's going to take a lot for me to even get a, a hint of... Well, and my, you know, I'm not, it's not like they're the Bears to me. Absolutely. Not no, 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 no. And I, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to, uh, you know, say that you're saying that at all. But I just want to make that clear. It's more like, it'll never be the same as the you're liking them. Yeah. You're liking them based off of what you said earlier. Yeah. I'm rooting for them like from afar, but like, I'm not like, oh, they missed a field goal. Like I'm crushed. Like I used to be. Yeah. Um, it's more like I'm, I'm the guy like behind the fence. Just like, oh, I'm liking it. Yeah. Uh, you're, you're nice the, play. Exactly. I was just about to say, you're the guy that's kind of, I don't want to, I'm using this word loosely, but like stand off and saying, yeah, that, yeah. And I'd rather have the Chargers than the Raiders. Absolutely. absolutely. That'll never change in my. I did like Hunter Renfro's hit last night. That That was was nice. Fucking. That, that was a classic. A fake That was a peanut esque hit. (laughs) Let me just tell you that. I appreciate it. The fake punt and then his, first of all, Speed Demon and the realization of exactly where the ball is going textbook tackle it was beautiful yeah and even if he didn't even if the ball didn't come out he wasn't going to make the first down anyway because he cleaned him yeah that was beautiful play it was and something just uh, to touch on that (laughs) is something that i've uh, i've expressed before and now i've really noticed it is i absolutely hate every commentator for nfl (laughs) 
Like any network? Any any network. I, I I'm not lying to you. This was last night and Sunday. I watched maybe four or five games completely on mute. <laughs> Which is a psychopath move yeah. by Brian McCardle. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I, I completely understand that. The polar bear is a psycho. But I just found myself... That's such a football guy move. I muted it and I go, wow, I enjoy this so much more. <laughs> well, that's because you're a, a tactician of football. Though. Yeah, I'm like looking at what's going on. I don't, need, I don't need to you don't hear... Need the, you don't need the banter. No, I don't need to hear... The guy go, you know, you really got, it, it, they got coached up right. when You know, when you have a move like this, it's I'm going, you guys are just reading scripts, man. You're not fucking into it. Now, <laughs> if you're a past player and yeah. you're a commentator, like, um, you know, like Tony Romo, I absolutely love it when he does yeah. it. And like when Peyton and Eli do their Monday night thing, exceptional job. But for some god-awful reason, I was in mute. And I absolutely loved it. Living in mute. Now, yeah, exactly. <laughs> now, just a quick note on that is, I'm take maybe Spectrum will pay us for this, but Spectrum has a 4K channel, and during the Super Bowl they do no commercials, and during oh, yeah. commercial breaks, I love that. they actually they pan up so you get a view of the whole stadium, and all you have is sounds of the stadium. Oh, I'd love that. Oh. I think most fans would like that more yeah but then you know you have the advertising side of it but as a fan i would love for the camera to just stay of course yeah i mean i think i think i posted it on my instagram uh per uh, a couple weeks ago where it was this is every nfl fan's favorite view of a game football game and it's right behind the quarterback and i posted it and shout out russell reader russell reader messaged me and he goes that's a classic lineman move. And I go, yeah, it is. And then he goes, as a linebacker, I want to see it from there too. And it's true. Yeah. I mean, if you love the intricacies and the, the in-depth that you want to get with football, there's one view and it's right behind the quarterback and that's what you want. I mean. And this is completely. We're un- totally going un- around. But this is yeah. great. No, this is, this is what it is. Yeah. This is what banter was built on. But. <laughs> Uh, last year you said I'm a Bills fan. This year I don't think we covered like who your squad is this year, unless it's still the Bills. I actually still really like the Bills. Okay. I, I, you know what's, it's funny you bring this up because I was waiting for you to ask. Yeah. Hey, what? Who the, the hell do you care about? Exactly. <laughs> and I'm still in the mindset of I'm. I have no team. I'm more just I love watching football. I will say I. Do like the Bills. This past weekend, though, like 40-0 to zero to the Texans, like that should – if you're a Bills fan, you got the win. Yeah. But you should not put any stock in that win. It, yeah, it's, it's a waste of time. It was a complete Simulation. waste of time. Thank you, like, you know, for getting my, me my fantasy points. But <laughs> you're not – that's a waste. It's not a – it's not a – it's just thrown to the but side. But you're going Bills. Like, if you're rooting for a playoff team to push through, that's your squad. Yeah, and this is – this is going to – and honestly, I have been paying a lot more attention to the Browns because I, as a football fan, have very high expectations for the Browns this year. And honestly, and it's what we talked about earlier in the season, like when can I give my kudos to Baker Mayfield is when he's the MVP. And he is not – No, I was and, just about to say. And, I'm like – I'm getting closer to your side of things. Yeah. After, especially after last week and seeing him live. He's not good. Like, yes, he's, he's, he's okay, I would, I would say. He's a great number two. <laughs> yeah. I'd say he's he's uh, almost like a game manager. Like, they have two great running backs, which I think they uh, – Nick Chubb and Kareem yeah, Hunt. Yeah, those are. guys are – like they and Kareem Hunt had a phenomenal touchdown run versus the Bears, like just bouncing off everybody. Yeah. And watching him in pregame, I'm like, you got to tackle that guy? Shit. That's yeah, and and that's and I I that's what like I I'm trying to explain to Browns fans is <laughs> you have to me they have a Super Bowl caliber esque team without Baker Mayfield. But in their defense, um, when you're the fan of a team who's good and like they have that expectation, you'll always defend your quarterback as if he is the guy because that's who you got. Yes. When the Bears uh made the Super Bowl run, I mean we had Rex Grossman. And that was like, I was, you know, I was like, he's good enough. Yeah. You know, we have the best, get us we have the best get us defense there. in the world. It's like, he, all he has to do is throw two touchdowns. Imagine if we had, you know, a guy that was 
average, above average, I mean, that team would have dominated. I mean, they lost, like, You're two right. games that year, yeah. including the Super Bowl. But, um, you know, when people are coming to me, like, oh, Rex Grossman stinks, I'm like, you stink. Like, he's, yeah, he's our my guy. boy. So, Browns fans are probably the same way of, and, you know, I hate to say it, Browns fans, but Grossman and Mayfield are kind of similar. Let's put it that way. I, You know, I'd give the nudge to Mayfield just because he can run a little bit, but, I mean, he's... You know, he's missing OBJ wide open for an 80-yard touchdown. Grossman did that a bunch. So, you know, let's not act like they're just completely on opposite sides of the spectrum. No, and and that, and we're kind of harping on Baker, which is really nice for me to do. But <laughs> what I'm saying with that is that man was the first overall pick, and he's a Heisman Trophy winner. Like, right. You get look. The Browns are going to get nowhere without with the way he's playing right now. Exactly, and and that's it's the same shit I said last season. Was get the ball out of his hands and put it in Kareem and Nick Chubb's hands because those guys. Okay, I mean I think I gave you the stats from this last weekend. They had rushing. I think they had like over two hundred yards. Baker had 133 for 15 out of 15 for a horrible game. 15 for 33 tries, and he threw for 133 yards. You had over 200 yards rushing with two exceptional running backs, mind you. Dude, they're they accounted for 70 percent of your right. of your rush of your, your offensive yards. That's and, bullshit. And if that is the case going forward, that's going to be the downfall because you know you throw nine guys in the box. Doesn't matter how good the running back is. Yeah, and that and that's <laughs> and that's what the people used to do with the Bears. I'm telling you, seen yeah, it before. Exactly. And if you can't hit <laughs> fucking Odell Beckham on a oh god, he was what? Did you see the play? Yes. Wide open. And what fucking kills me is I have Odell Beckham and I yeah. started him. <laughs> So it makes it and, even worse. You know, the more of those misses that happens, Odell's not gonna stay quiet. He's no, gonna, he's gonna start beating gonna up start a fucking kicking. And maybe you should. Net. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> sports history. One of the greatest rivalries in sports history. And to have that at Fenway, I mean that's In a winner take all game. I would love incredible. to be there. Let's just put it that way. I would Oh yeah. I would yeah. I, went, I would do a lot just to get there. Yeah, I went to a just normal regular season game versus the Phillies this year, and place is buzzing. Place is awesome. It's I old school baseball, man. I absolutely. If you if you are a baseball fan or even a sports fan, there's certain places that you need to go, and Fenway is at the top of yeah, that list. Absolutely, and a Red Sox Yankee game, which I need to go to. Yeah, one hundred percent in probably both stadiums to get the the feel of both, but. So here's my thing about the wild card, though. I think it should be a three-game series. I completely agree. I hate that it's one game and, you know, just going into the span MLB. Span of a week, though? Like, span of a week? Like, six yeah, days? Yeah, I mean, you got to expand the whole MLB playoffs. Because, in the other side, and, you know, I hate the Dodgers, but they're playing in the wild card because the Giants had a just unbelievable year. But they're playing in the wild card versus St. Louis. They have 106 wins this year. And they have to win that game to be even included in the playoffs. Mm. I think that's insane. I mean, just imagine if you... It's a, and I hope they do. But if the Dodgers lose that wild card game to a team who's the hottest team in baseball, by the way, uh, they're out. And then you want 106 games, your winning percentage is like, you know, 600-something. Yeah. And your season's over. I think if you play three-game series pretty much the entire year, why do you shorten it down to a single winner-take-all one game? Especially for a team like the Cardinals have 90 wins. Great year. But it's not 106. Well, and I agree with you, and I think we've touched on this before of how that single game is kind of fucked. Yeah. But also to that point, and I know you were talking about, like, ex- let's just say we did extend it to three games, right? Yeah. So would you... So when I was saying like extended a week, how I would do it is you do if you have the better record, you get two games at home, mm-hmm. and then you travel for the third game. Yeah, right. I I think that would be, I would love to see that. And then if you get two wins of at course. home, you're you're two wins at home, you're done. That's two days of baseball. That's what's the change for, for the MOB? It's an absolute no brainer because the playoffs that we watched last year, which we were involved in, it was phenomenal. Because, you know, they had to expand it because it was a 60-game uh, season. 
But the three game, you just get more baseball, and it's not a lose. Yeah. The MLB doesn't lose by having more viewers, more games. Especially these games. Right. It's not like if you give me three Yankees Red Sox games, no. you don't you think I'm not gonna watch each game like start to finish? We're not even a Yankee or no, it's Red Sox just fan. Like We're a baseball, baseball fan. Yeah. So I think that's one thing. Hopefully, you know, MLB doesn't really get stuff like that done. No, they. But won't. you'd hope that they would expand it. To at least that, I think they should add another team in, and then you give, let's say, the Giants, yeah. give them a bye, and then have the rest do three-game series. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, that's a start, at least. I get the point of you don't want lower competition making the playoffs when you have a higher team, but it's kind of the same deal if you have the a team like the Dodgers, who had a phenomenal year. I think they have the second-best record in baseball. They just happen to be in the same division as the team with a better record by one game. Yeah. And now they're in a one-game playoff. I don't think that's uh, appropriate for, you know, that type of caliber season or, you know, you got to mix up. So then what do you – so that – but, oh, that's – now I'm starting to – my brain's starting to break a little bit because now I'm starting to think Well, about my thing things. is just because you're in the NL West, why – and you have a better record than the other two division winners who get three-game series, why are you being punished – for having a record a that's game. 16 games better than those teams. Just because you're not in that division. So you either go National League top six, and then just forget the divisions, or you do the three-game series of the wild card. Because if the Dodgers have the three-game wild card series, then it doesn't even really matter. No, I think it's... Uh, I I agree. I think the three-game wild card, it just has to be done. Yeah. There's no other ways about it. I, I think it makes it easier, because then I started thinking, well, how do you... How would you how would you fix that? And mm-hmm. I guess the quickest and easily the most profitable like option for the MLB is to make it three games. Yeah. And you know, look, we can we can change everything. <laughs> I want it, yeah. <laughs> we can change everything in this. We're room. trying to change a lot of shit. Yeah. In I mean, look, we already yeah but... we already don't like the fucking commissioner of the base of MLB, but. That should be one easy fix, though, where even if you're the commissioner watching the game, be like, man, I could use a couple more of these. Or, like, you know, who knows how this game ends? With everything on the line, if... Uh, Let's put it this way. If the Dodgers lose, there's going to be a riot in L.A. Let's just say it. <laughs> right. Well, they want to hunt, and maybe rightfully so. If they lose to a team who's hot, and they come out in the first inning and score 10 runs, well, shit. That's probably over. Yeah, but if it goes into extra innings, you're like, damn, okay, that's this is nice. I like yeah. this. But I think you, if you're going to do three-game series all year, which baseball has done forever, then you got to do that in the wild-card game, too. I mean, it's three games. Yeah. You win two out of three, you move on. You win... Yeah, exactly. So, that's what I'd like to see. I'm excited to watch uh, this Yankees Ooh. game today. You'd hope there's a little... You know, with playoff baseball, there's a, that extra intensity animosity. I'll tell you this. If I was pitching for either team, I'm fucking throwing one at the first <laughs> one. Like Garrett Cole just did. But uh um, man. So those are the two wild card games, but who do you like uh, to get through to the end? Both sides. Um I hate to say this, but just for me, I would like to see the Giants go. Um and then honestly, Yankees. And the reason why I say that is because their season how it started mm-hmm. comp- compared to how it ended is yeah they're, night and they're day. the opposite of the Padres and I absolutely <laughs> and you know what in my mind hate to say this but the Yankees deserve it they fucking they worked their ass yeah. off to get where they are right now and again they got a one night they got a one game wild card game that they have tonight I hope they take it I'm rooting for them tonight I can tell you that and then the NL. Oh, you said Giants. Giants, yeah. And the reason I say the Giants is because they are... In MLB and sports world, that's, that was completely unknown. Correct. And that's Unexpected. why. Yeah, exactly. I like that. The Astros can go... Yeah. You know, I don't I, need them. My thing... Is when, the, when your team doesn't make it in the playoffs, it always seems like it's just teams that you could care less about. Yeah. And that is... Yeah. Like, the NL, I, I look at each team and I'm like, Brewers, Braves, who cares... Dodgers hate and Giants is like well I've seen them win like five times oh, yeah. so to me I don't really care uh, I I would go anti-Dodgers number one 
Yeah, and that that kind of also pushes me into the Giants. Thing I kind of like Giants because of you know the under they weren't even picked to make the playoffs. No, best team in baseball. Yeah, so that's pretty amazing. I don't even know how that works, but um, on the other side, I'm thinking I'm gonna go Red Sox. Um, you know, I don't know. Boston's a fun city. I like the squad. Baseball history there. Baseball dude. history. Uh, I'm definitely not going White Sox. Definitely no. not going Astros. And not going Cardinals. I can tell you that. I don't know who else is in the AL. Uh, I don't know. I can't think <laughs> of it right a now. Quick, yeah. I can't think well, of it. Well, right anyway, now. I'm hoping Sox Giants. I think that's a fun series. Good teams. Plus um, they have a plus they have a World Series in San Fran and Boston. That yeah. yeah, East Coast West Coast. Fucking send the sports banter to San Francisco. <laughs> I so, try and go to one of those games. Yeah, we're gonna be covering. Oh, absolutely. That's maybe be a tough ticket to get, but oh, we'll finagle it somehow. Yeah. Maybe we'll rent a boat or some shit. But the MLB playoffs is starting. Yeah, maybe getting a kayak, <laughs> a two man kayak. That'd be good. Catch some home runs. There we go. The MLB MLB playoffs is started. We're gonna be following. You know, hopefully it's just an awesome competitive. I just love playoff anything. I really. love it. Yeah, man. If you will, <laughs> with, getting comfortable. Uh, yeah. Getting comfortable is a great word for that. With a younger woman, and it has absolutely nuked off into, (laughs) I don't even know what. There's so much. Let's unravel what's going on here. Yeah, Um, I mean, so I think, you know, with a Thursday night game, you get that out of the way, and you got to kind of... I got the weekend off, boys. I got a few extra days. Hey, maybe I'll go to my restaurant in Jacksonville. And then what happens from there is very unique. Because Urban Meyer must be just like a smooth talker or something. Casually or like, enjoying he, he, he a cocktail. He strolls into the bar like, oh yeah, man. This is my I, fucking I, I, bar. I'm run this place. Yeah. And uh, the video is hysterical because as, <laughs> as we touched on earlier, like, you know, he's getting danced on, basically. <clears throat> and you're like, what's he... He has such a weird stance and like his he's face just is... He's just sitting there like... like He's like, oh, yeah, man. Yeah. This is, I'm Urban Meyer. <laughs> I coached 30 years to deserve, deserve this shit. And, um, very, it's just like, you know, no knock to him. I mean. It's such a, here, let's guy, just, I'm not going to knock him for it. I mean, it's like hilarious, I think, yeah. more than it is like, shame on you, Urban. I think it's like, what are you doing, man? <laughs> I agree. I mean, and and just if you haven't seen the video, like, you know, you, it's like, do you not know that people have cell phone? Also, and you can videotape everything. Also, just to that point, it's like, you know, the gentleman is just having a drink, and it looks like the girl <laughs> is just like dancing on him, and Urban's like, eh, "Fuck it, do it." Like. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, exactly. And, and and what what is just astronomically hilarious about this is just the way the gentleman's sitting. It's like yeah. he's not into it. He's just like Well, he's into it, but it's almost like he's like, Oh, like if someone sees me, like yes, this might and that's go wrong. What, and that's what I was saying with uh, earlier before we started the podcast was like he has his hand like <laughs> on her the back of her knee, like, yeah. Like, I, yeah, I mean, I don't know what he's doing with his look, hands. Look, look, we're not, you know, we're not trying to say <laughs> we agree with it, we don't agree with it. What we're saying from sports banter is it's fucking odd what's going on. <laughs> yeah. And, and well, the, Urban, well, Urban Meyer was just trying to have a day out with the boys. I, I guess so. <laughs> Fuck, man. I mean, good heavens. I, I don't know, you know. It, look, it's blown up. Oh, yeah. I mean, and even funnier is I saw on Instagram, which we'll post on our story, uh, the girl who's dancing was like, she posted a selfie of them, and, and the captain's, who is this guy? He keeps flirting with me. <laughs> I didn't see which that. Which is awesome, because it's like, the video, she's clearly like a college girl, maybe a little older. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Urban Meyer's like 70. So, once again, Urban Meyer just, like, had a plan in his, yeah. in his head. He's like, I'm going to go to my bar and, like, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do my thing. I'm gonna, yeah. I'm going to fraternize with the pretty women. Got it, man. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I mean, you know, let's just, let's cover the whole atmosphere of this thing. I, I think he could be fucked, you know. That's like, the funniest part about the whole damn thing is when you're a celebrity 
or a coach, whatever, and something like this happens, then you have to go in front of the team and be like, hey, man. I'm sorry. Hey, guys, sorry. I went to a bar. Yeah. And this girl's dancing on me. I, I did enjoy it, but I I touched have. the back of her knee. I you shouldn't know? have. But, like, I did enjoy it. Like, all I regret is that I was caught, but now I, well, I, I mean, have to do he's this. He's also a married man. And, yeah. You know, well. Things like that. I mean, <laughs> but, but look, I mean, video aside, whatever happened, happened. But what's crazy is, like, you know, the owner of right. Jacksonville. The chain of events that happens after that. That's what I'm saying is so funny. Yeah, no, I agree with you. Because, it's like, fuck, dude, now the guy's yeah. job's at risk. Right. <laughs> Which I don't think it should be because it's like, it's a mistake, but it's not like, it's like the guy's a human. Everybody relax. Nobody's perfect. But uh, No one's perfect. I agree with that. So he immediately got it. After that video comes out, he's like, ugh, now I gotta meet the owner and make, let him know, like, hey, man, you know, I was just. Having a night out. I, I was at my I bar drinking a beer. That I was getting videotaped. You know, yeah, I was itching the inner thigh of right. my leg, not hers. Yeah, imagine if he was actually into it. I mean, yeah. If, then maybe his shirt's off. Yeah. He's like, woo! Jeez, dude, your, your own form, man. Yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> but I, I just think that's so funny when like celebrities or coaches or something like they get maybe caught not with even doing Trevor Lawrence. Like that, I don't know what's going on, and you're forced to like apologize about it when it's like you're not sorry for that. You're just sorry that you got caught about it. No, it's all publicity. <laughs> it's it's like, all on, it's all public relations yeah. at that point. And 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 you're right. It's just like, <sighs> hey man, you look. You've been in the spotlight for thirty years. You can't. You just can't go out with the boys like that anymore. Well, and and now, and and I'm I'm I was trying to kind of like uh, you know push into this, but now the media's got it. And the oh media yeah, is like, and they they want nothing more than to make it a huge deal. Exactly. They're all. They, everyone's saying, oh well, and like I said earlier, oh he's his jobs at risk and things like that. And you know, someone posted. Don't don't quote me on who posted it, but someone posted like when team when players saw. Uh, or heard the apology, some of them were laughing, and some of them yeah, were like... Yeah, I did hear that. And I go, if I'm a player and I hear my coach who's 70 years old was getting essentially, like, <laughs> groped by a 20-year-old, I'm going to laugh my ass yeah. off. Yeah, oh, it's hilarious. Yeah, and... It's like... You know, and look, whatever happened, happened, like I said, but fuck, man, I'm, if I hear that, I'm going... <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, it's like, like what are we meeting about? You yeah. went to a bar, and it's like, what? Yeah, it man. Makes, it's, like, it's just... It's, it's like, I know a, you're up there because you have to be up there. It's yeah. Like just... Let's all, whoever's paying you is telling all, you to go say sorry is yeah, what's happening. It's like, let's all just move away <laughs> and, you know, thanks for the apology, I guess. It doesn't affect my life at all. Is it going to make them player, win a game? I have no idea. If you're a player, it's like, all right, can I go home now? Yeah. It's like, what does this have anything to do? I had to, to wake do? up at 6 a.m. for this bullshit. Can we win a game? Bullshit? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Justin Fields still going to be the quarterback? I hope so. I mean, after how he played last week, I would, I would want him there too. We, you know, I'll ha- at some point I'll have to give a diatribe about how much I hate Matt Nagy. But this, if he puts Andy Dalton back in the starting position, his head is on a chopping block in Chicago. Because look, man. Well, you would hope so. Nobody wants to see Andy Dalton play quarterback for no. us. Nobody wants to go six and eleven. Nobody. No. So just let the rookie play, and if he's good, he's good. But let the dude grow. He got a W under his belt. Let's yeah. ride that wave. I agree with you. So stay out of it, Nagy. <laughs> um, NFL, we kind of just circulated about different storylines that are going on. Um, Chargers look good. Browns are 3-1. and one. Uh, Got some work to do. Chiefs, 2-2. Two and two, But, you know, as we said, there's adjustments that need to be made throughout the year. And you figure a great team like that is going to. Yeah, and, and just real quick, I know <clears throat> I know – a lot of people are talking about, you know, Tampa Bay and the Patriots game and oh, yeah. how m- minimal of scoring that was. I-, I have to give credit where credit's due. Tom Brady did come out with a win, barely. Yeah. Barely. But I will say this, Tampa Bay's defense, their secondary is just, like, it, it, they are scraping by. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. They got another injury, by the way. Exactly. And then game. you have Patriots who, let's put it this way. If it's Belichick versus Brady, Brady and Belichick both know what they're going to do. Yeah. And that's why this the score was so low. Yeah. That was such an awesome game to watch as a fan, too, because you knew that chess match was going on. Exactly. And Belichick, you knew. He knew everything, his weaknesses, what he likes to do. I mean, 
when you're with the team for 20 years, you know yes. how, you, how yeah. it works. And I, I was talking, and this is kind of getting a little bit longer than I wanted, but I, I was talking to someone this weekend who's a huge Pats fan. And it's just, as a fan of them and how that game kind of started, just showing the respect of, yeah. dude, like, you know, thank you for, as a fan, like, and I'm saying this from a Patriots fan, but I'm not a Patriots fan. But what you got was, thank you, Tom Brady, for all the memories that you've given us as fans and everything that you've done for us. And then you had a classic mm-hmm. Patriots East Coast fan base boom. Yeah. And it's it fucking awesome. awesome. And I love that. <laughs> and gave them the respect. And they're exactly. Like, hey, it made the now. game even better. And that's, like you said, it just, it was a chess match. And I absolutely loved it. Oh, yeah. man. It was such a good game. Absolutely. And. You know, hopefully we get more games. You know, that's a unique game, so we may might not see games exactly like that. Mm-hmm. But that type of, I was excited for that game all day. Oh yeah. Um. So yeah, NFL stuff. As you can tell, we could talk for days. It oh. may never end, <laughs> and no. it, it won't. So no. <laughs> um. Moving forward, MLB playoffs start today, tonight. We got Yankees, Red Sox going right now. Bogarts hit a two run homer. Boston's going nuts out the gates. We'll see how that ends up. Lots of beer chugging. Um, Dodgers Cardinals. <laughs> Dodgers Cardinals tomorrow, which one game playoff. If the Dodgers blow it, then that 106 years all for naught. We want some changes in the playoff structure, but that won't be this year. So just an idea. As a Padres Rob. fan, I want the Dodgers to lose. Oh yeah, no, we need no. We're all in for the Dodgers to lose. I'm just mm-hmm. saying, if it was us, I'd be pissed. Yes. Um, and then Urban Meyer. You know, he's just trying to have a night out. Get danced on, maybe. I can't even and, have a And, uh, you know, unfortunate for him, iPhones have been prominent for years. <laughs> okay, but I will say, though, <laughs> the video was so, like, grainy. I'm like, what, what the fuck? Is this, like, from 2006? <laughs> like, what's going on? You gotta love, like, the people that take these videos, too. Like, what do they get out of it? Like, just, who do they send it to? Do they get yeah. approached by somebody? Yeah, yo, funny, I got, yo, I got a video of Urban just yeah. getting grinded You wanna on. see Urban Meyer... Getting grinded on? Yeah. That'll be, you know, $1,000. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that's it for episode 35. Polar Bear, what do you got for the uh, the great people Hey, Sports Banter? Hey, Sports Banter is uh, alive and running, if you will. And, you know, we like Rick said, we've covered a, a vast majority of items today, which, again, was NFL heavy. We're in the fall season, so get used to it. And if you got a complaint... Our complaint department is nowhere, so deal with it. <laughs> um, but again, follow us uh, on Instagram, all of our social media platforms, underscore sports banter. Um, again, there you will find our link tree, which drink, brings you out to our podcast, also our uh, our blog as well. And then, you know, just give us those likes on uh, Instagram, podcast. Spotify, Apple Podcast, you know, everywhere we're on Anchor as well. I think Google Play too. Um, Google Podcasts, if you will. Man. We're everywhere. Um, but again, yeah, great episode. Absolutely love it. Um, last week was missed, let me tell you, but it's great coming out this week. I love it. So good episode. As we're jam packed. Jam packed, baby. But for episode 35, Sports Banter. Out. out.